الحمد لله الحمد لله وكفى وسلاما على عباده الذين اصطفى اما بعد الله سبحانه وتعالى has revealed to us through the prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam certain rules and regulations and also how to improve our affairs improve our surroundings improve our environment and improve society Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through his eternal wisdom sent down the Prophet with the Sharia and with the Ahkam of Sharia so that we are able to follow and practice and this following the Sharia uh, does what I said improves us improves our surroundings, improves the community, the society at large and also improves the cosmos, the world as we know it. This is the hikmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we find that the Quran emphasizes certain internal attributes of the human being and especially the Muslims. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants Muslims to develop themselves internally, spiritually. And that internal spiritual development helps with everything else. So we cannot remain aloof from ourselves and then claim we're doing everything to help others. And that is not the way of the Muslim. A Muslim focuses on himself, and then by focusing on himself, improving himself, he now extends outwardly to help others besides him. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, الذين هم في صلاتهم خاشعون that those who are in devotion in their salat they are successful along with the other attributes that I mentioned afterwards so what is this being devout what is this khushu'ah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants Muslims to inculcate, develop, adapt, and practice in their salat. And why is this so important? That Allah says, قَدْ أَفْلَحَ That when you have this internal dimension and component in your salat, you are successful indeed. And if this is a mark of success, then why does the ummah not talk about it? Why don't we focus on it? Why don't we concentrate on it? If you want success, that is successful. A Muslim means that he escapes 
the wrath of Allah on the day of judgment and this world and he is delivered from hellfire and he is allowed to enter into Jannah that is success for the Muslim so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that those who are successful will have khushur a focus of devotion in their salat such a huge statement. That the khashya and the khushu' in salat helps establish the success of believers. But this is individual. One is that the saf is correct and you follow the imam and everything else in jama'ah. That is external. Khushu'u is internal and it's individual. It's not societal. So you can say that, let's talk about the community and society. Here, the Quran is emphasizing that before you go there, do this. That you must develop khushu'u. A focused devotion in salat that you are devoted to Allah. In your salat. And why is this so necessary for the success of believers? Because if you get your salat right, then the rest of Islam will also follow. The Prophet ﷺ, salat is the pillar of deen. If your pillar is wobbly and shaky or not founded properly in the ground, Mm. and it shakes and it falls over then you have no Islam so the individual attention that a musalli someone who's praying gives to his individual salat is much more necessary than the attention he gives to other people because this is the foundation So Muslims must appreciate this rule and this uh, approach to developing ourselves and developing the community. If you have 40 people doing Salat and everybody is disengaged in their Salat, the Quran says, those who are disengaged in their Salat, they're diverted away in their salat from salat. Allah curses them. Curse and woe unto be those who pray, those who are disengaged. When they don't have khushur in their salat, and therefore there is going to come with that inability to focus in salat a certain. Uh, Rejection from the divine. Certain rejection. So we as individual Muslim, individuals who are doing salat must appreciate that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants every individual person who is in salat to be focused in salat at the time of salat totally disengaged from the world and engaged with Allah. 
This is the first step towards societal reform. You want Allah's fadl to come to you, do this first. And it takes training. And the Prophet ﷺ warned us that we should not make sajda the way a chicken pecks at seeds. Does he have a chicken when they're pecking at seeds? We should, make, we should not make sajda that way. Meaning that salat has been prescribed for a reason. The main reason is devotion to Allah. If you don't do that, your salat will be valid legally, technically in terms of fiqh, but only Allah knows how it is accepted. The Prophet said that the, the, the salat takes on a form and it then reaches the heavens. If the salat is imperfect, it is thrown back down from the first heaven onto the person who prays. It's thrown back down. It is rejected. So if our salat is not escaping the first heaven, how our dua is going to escape and go to the arsh of Allah? Then perhaps you might understand why there is no barakah when people do salat in the millions. Because people are totally disengaged in salat, they're thinking about something else. Their focus is not Allah. So Allah says, Qad aflah. Indeed, the person or the, the, the group, the community, Al-Mu'minun, believers are successful. Those who have khushu' in their salat, so salat is something that is a vehicle for success. And the effects go outward. They go outward. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, Seek help with sabr. The sabr is a tool and a weapon by which you seek Allah's help. The salat and salat also is a tool and a means by which Allah's madad comes down from the heavens. But then Allah says, It's a heavy burden. Why? Because Muslims don't understand or appreciate that in order for salat to be a tool for Allah's madad, you have to focus. And not too many people do that. When they're in salat, if they come for Jumu'ah, mashallah, Allah accept the surah, they're more worried about leaving than staying. That's not khushu'ah. And there's no success which is coupled with that attitude and approach. So Allah says that it is a kabira, it is a huge burden for people to realize and appreciate that salat and sabr are two means by which Allah's madad and his assistant comes. Illa Then Allah says, except for those who have khushu', those who are Focused and devoted in their salat, it's a piece of cake. I'm entering the confines of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's assembly. I'm in his front yard. I'm in his courtyard. I'm in his midst. So when I come there, 
in the presence of Allah, I need to get something. That when you go and meet somebody who is a philanthropist and he donates and donates and donates freely and you come back empty-handed or rejected, then there's something wrong with you. So when you're in Salat, you are in the presence of Allah. And when you're in the presence of Allah, something must be given to you through your salat. There must be a change in your attitude, your approach, your devoutness, your proximity, your closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, your love for Allah must increase. Whether it's two rakats or twelve rakats of tahajjud, it doesn't matter. Except those who have khushu and those who are focused and engaged in their salat, it's not difficult for them. It is not a kabira for them. It's not a big thing. It's a great thing. So when the, the salat was prescribed upon the ummah, the sahaba rejoiced. They were just so happy. They were over the moon, literally. Alhamdulillah, subhanAllah, Allah has given us, now, given us now something by which we can seek His assistance. And through Salat, they solved all their problems. This might be somewhat of a fairy tale story for some of you. Especially those who don't believe in the barakah of the previous ummah. Today, we poke fun of what happened in the past and we say these are all fairy tales. We don't believe that. We don't tell our children. Why? Because our children will reject those stories. But the truth is that this ummah brought down Allah's rahmah and Allah's madad through two rakats of salat. It was in their DNA. It was in their culture. It was in their spirit. It was in their community, their society. It was in their civilization. That if I do two rakat salat with devotion and focused attention upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah will help me. And my anxiety will go away. My problem with my family will go away. My problem of risk will go away. My other troubles will go away because they saw salat as a means of bringing something out from Malikul Mulk. The king of all kings and the king of sovereignty. That when you go into the courtyard or in the presence of this super being, high and mighty, I'm going to bring something out. If I don't bring something out, there's something wrong with me. There's nothing wrong with Allah. So the Quran gives us a prescription and a way forward where through salat and through religion and through ibadah we not only can manage and negotiate our issues, we can overcome them and we can offer other human beings a means of tranquility and peace. Tranquility and peace is perhaps what everybody is looking for even though they don't know. People who take drugs and who drink alcohol and have all these types of relationships with people 
Oh, people who swindle and cheat and lie and deceive and, and rob and people who are corrupt, they're looking for one thing. Everybody's looking for one thing, that's sukoon. I want satisfaction. Allah gave us the tool by which we can gain satisfaction. It's called salat. But in, in, the, in this wave of atheism and anti-religion through social media, people say, what's the point of dhikr? And what's the point of salat? Well, have you ever tried it? Maybe you should try it. So the Quran's prescription is very simple. And it's, it's free. You don't need a membership. You don't have to sign up for it. And it's not on loan. You don't pay interest on it. It's totally free. To everybody in the world who wants to seek Allah's rahmah and madad, they can offer two rakah salat over and over again, over and over again. It's repetition. You try it. You say, well, it doesn't work the first time. Well, how many times have you eaten, mashallah, a dish that has never satisfied you, but you still go back? And you go back to the same restaurant. Right? How many times a day are you satisfied with what you have? Well, this doesn't work, this doesn't work, this doesn't, there's no sukoon, there's no itminat. But if you focus on Allah and say, Allah is now my guide, Allah is the one who's going to help me and assist me, and you believe that, it is yaqeen that, that you need. You must believe that Allah is more than capable of helping me through this problem. And he can help me solve this problem, solve this issue through khushu'ah. A devotion in salat. That, we're, that we're, we're here for a reason. Most of you, mashallah, Allah accept all of you and your efforts. That you come, you come with a time from work. You sacrifice that half an hour, one hour, just to attend Jumu'ah. And as you're doing that, when you're in salat and you don't get anything from salat for which you came, then that would be my book's a loss. Never mind what the khatib says, and never mind what the bayan is. That is now secondary. When you're in salat, then you must focus on Allah. Not the dunya. Not what the bayan is. Or not on anything else that is Islamic. You must focus only on Allah. I'm here in front of Allah. And Allah is right in front of me. That is what the Prophet said is ihsan. That you bring this ihsan into your salat and you'll see a huge difference. And the lowest benefit is sukoon. The least amount you will gain when you do salat properly is sukoon which you cannot buy for a trillion dollars. You can't buy it. Because nobody can give it. Only Allah can give you sukoon. Allah bi dhikrillahi. It is only while mentioning Allah that the hearts find sukoon. And that's a proven fact in the universe. Except nowadays we look down upon religion, we look down upon everything that has anything to do with spirituality. And in the West, 
you find all these people uh, taking up the Zen philosophy, the Tao, the Tao philosophy, and the Chinese philosophy, the Buddhist philosophy, the Hindu philosophy, and they go into retreats and they want sukun. Allah gave this to us for free. You don't need to spend $10,000 in a retreat. You make wudu, you offer two salat, and you'll get sukun. Peace, tranquility in your heart is here in the heart. It's not in terms of material success that the Quran says, Qad that the believers are successful because they have the dunya. The believers are successful because they are spiritually attached to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That they are devout in their salat, and this is applicable to every Muslim. Rich, poor, educated, uneducated, the alim, the non-alim, it doesn't matter. If you cannot find sukoon if minan in salat, then there is something wrong with you. Period. That's just the bottom line. So what do you do? You have to focus in salat. When you say Allahu Akbar, that's called takbiratul tahreem. Everything in the dunya is now made haram upon me. I'm not going to think about the dunya at all. Practice it. Do some nawafil. Nawafil is part of our culture. Nawafil is part of our civilization. Every Muslim who wants to be close to Allah will engage in nawafil. You must not knock down nawafil because it's nothing. Oh, you don't have to do sunnah, you don't have to do nothing. Well, what kind of nonsense is this? That you're telling people not to do salat. Allah cursed that person, Abu Jahl. Mm. That he stopped people from doing salat. This mentioned in Surah Iqra. Huh? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala condemns those people who stop people from doing salat. That is not our civilization. Our civilization is that if you want to have success, you must know how to focus when you need to focus in Salat. And when you do that Salat, then the Salat will help you. It will help your environment. It will help people around you. It will stop you from committing other sins. This is what the Quran says, in the Salat wal-munkar. And everything else. What I'm saying is that the Muslim Ummah must appreciate that the Quran has given us complete, comprehensive, holistic guidance that when it comes to certain duties, activities, we must do them properly the way the Prophet did them. And the way the Prophet did his salat, subhanAllah, it is beyond description. We don't have time for all that. But inshallah, we make God, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us all khushu'ah in salat. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make our salat a means of success in this world and also in the world hereafter. Ameen, Ya Rabbil Alameen.